Well, our moms think we're funny. Hi everyone, I'm Akomi. Hey, this is Turk182. Welcome to... I broke my fork. I broke a string! <laughs> okay, wow. she's, she's kind of a cutie. Uh, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, so welcome to our Moms Think We're Funny. I'm sorry. Uh, Why has it always happened when we're like, we're talking about it, you know, we just got the TV on just really just to, just for, so we're not staring at each other, just yeah, like, right. which is just really awkward, just, you know. Um, but it was always like, it all seems like, oh, yeah, she's cute. Oh, oh yeah, she's hot. Yeah. She's, she's good stuff. She's kind of spicy, you know. <laughs> always, always while we're recording. Yeah, always. <laughs> yeah, it's so just my spice some... because we're just, just, just serious, like, just. Just horn dogs, you yeah, know. It's, it's like exactly no matter what, no matter what we see, it's always ooh, that looks good. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, piece of candy. <laughs> ooh, piece of candy. Um, it's like yeah, I tap that. It's like this. This is the. Uh... I was looking at a keg. What? <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I'm an alcoholic on top of being sexist. It's like this is SpongeBob SquarePants. What are you talking about? Yeah, what do you mean? <laughs> Saying Sandy, right. something about Sandy. <laughs> I mean, I'm straight, but there's just something about SpongeBob's cum. Oh, jeez, whiz. <laughs> it's super absorbent. <laughs> this is his sponge. He's a sponge. Yeah, he is. Can we start this one over? No, <laughs> no, we're keeping all this. All right. Well, uh, so yeah, so the uh, podcast the, is coming. The night <laughs> podcast coming. Uh, the night is young. We've got these awesome uh, cinnamon rolls. Yep. And, uh, yeah, get the TV on mute as we do so we can make random observations about stuff that people can't see and we'll never know what we're talking about. Oh. And, uh, yeah, so uh, we decided we'd follow up from our previous two podcasts and talk about uh, some of the strangest and most creepy and unsettling things that have happened to us over the years. All right. And, um, yeah, it just it was actually my kind of topic I brought up to you. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, I want to talk about some of the because we we all have weird things happen, you know. That oh, yeah. maybe it makes a you know, has a serious impact on me, but like you know, this was like something that would shake me to my core. Obviously, something that we remembered enough to be able to put it in like the, you know in like the the vault in our minds, like you know the the weird shit that we only open up one occasion. Oh yeah, right? yeah. Um, but um, I'll start off with one since it was my 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 topic. Um, I had a waking nightmare once. Mm. Um, I've only had it once, thank God. But I, I had a waking nightmare, and I've heard people say different things. Like, you know, was that was that one thing? Is like a, a witch sitting on your chest or some shit like that? Where oh you, yeah, like a demon sitting on your chest. Yeah, which sleep I just, paralysis. Yeah, I, I I I hate that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um. <laughs> uh. So, are we gonna have to change? <laughs> I, I'm not even trying to watch this show, right? It's like Kill Bill's coming on after this, right? <laughs> so, um. No, I mean, I see what you mean. She is, like, friggin' adorable. Yeah. But, um... Um... And I'm like, you know, like, yeah, well, you're sitting there, it's like, and it's like, there's, there's a witch sitting on your chest, and it's this or that. I'm like, I, I damn, like, I, I can't stand that. <laughs> that that old, like, kind of, like... I don't know what you call, like, folklore, or, like, you know, myth-type stuff, or whatever. I'm just... Uh. Hmm. But, so, um... This is when I was younger. God, I was in, uh... I was in high school. And I think it was during the summer... Sixty-nine. I'm not that old, dude. <laughs> um, so I was sitting there, and back then I had, um, you know, I had a phone, and it was sit, it was on my nightstand, like right next to my bed. Right? Was it your dad? My dad's not a phone. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, you can't buy me hot dog, man. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the the phone was sitting there, uh, right right near my head, and and so it was one of those things where I could like just kind of reach over and grab the phone. I didn't have to like right now where my phone sits, I really do um, have to kind of roll over and kind of like stretch and reach to grab my home phone. Right now, my cell phone sits right next to my bed, but even still, you know, they I still have to like kind of like in some way sit up to grab my phone mm-hmm. to you know because I don't know, just maybe this the the way it is the cell phone sits you know down um anyway so um so i grabbed the phone and i answered it and and my mom was calling me she's at work and i'm asleep or whatever and um and so i'm laying on my back and my eyes are kind of open for a minute and she, she's talking and she's saying something to me and i guess in that brief moment between answering the phone and saying hello 
Mm-hmm. I just kind of fell back asleep, but it was in my mind. I didn't realize it. So in my mind, I'm still seeing that I'm awake and I'm sitting there like wide awake and my bedroom door, I'm laying on my back. So my bedroom door is open mm-hmm. and I can see a shadow across the, the, the bedroom door from someone in the hallway. Ooh, yeah. And so she's talking to me and she's saying, uh, she's saying something. She's answering, she's like, hello, hello. And I can feel, like, I don't really hear anything, but I can feel this presence of someone mm. in the hall. And I can see the shadow is moving and I'm trying to scream. I'm trying to say something and nothing is coming out. Like, oh, and I'm like trying to talk. <laughs> and of course, I, I don't realize I'm asleep. Right, right. And, and the shadow is growing slowly, just growing, you know, moving across the door, entering my room. And, and so she hung up. And when she hung up, it somehow snapped me out of it and I woke up. And that was like, at the time, it was pretty freaky. Well, yeah. Because I'm like, I was like, it's just someone there and I can't move. And I'm trying to say something or whatever, but I realized that, you know, I wasn't awake because right. my room door wasn't open. <laughs> so I was, I was asleep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, that was pretty scary. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's very, very unsettling. <clears throat> See, I used to have a lot of nightmares like that when I was younger. Um, which, I mean, you know, we've talked about that in the past couple of episodes, uh, the audio is going to sound really weird because I'm moving my head around a lot. Uh, you know, uh, I, I was plagued by a lot of nightmares as a kid and ran into that kind of thing very, very frequently. But it's been a lot of years since that's really been a problem. And really, it's been... You know, the only the only nightmare I can remember in the past... Probably five or six years, honestly. And I don't even know how long was the one I was telling you about uh, yesterday. Hmm. So, um, and, and this was one that, um, like rather than dreaming about it through the night, uh, it was like, I woke up and fell back asleep. And because I was kind of in that, like that shallow phase of dreaming, right. I had the dream. So, uh, and in the dream, I'm like getting ready for work and like in the bathroom and I'm, I'm doing like the little shaving and the deodorant and all that, that whole jazz and uh, I look on the counter, and like probably probably about eight inches around, there's this huge fucking spider just standing on the bathroom counter. Which, uh, as we've discussed in previous episodes, I'm not really freaked out by spiders unless they like look at me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Otherwise, it's like you know, you do your thing, I'll do mine. Just you know, don't don't get in my bubble, and I won't kill you. Uh, but this spider was very definitely in my bubble. But I look at this thing, and it's like ruby red. Just like this deep blood red color. And uh, carved all over its body are runes. Like the like the dwarvish runes from the Hobbit or something like that. Just like all over its body and the runes are glowing. And so it just it looked like something that was like summoned by magic. And uh, it's it's weird because I don't usually dream about the stuff that I'm enthusiastic about, like like the nerd the nerd stuff I don't dream about like you know comics or superheroes or sci-fi or whatever right. I wish I could I I'd be super happy if I did but I typically don't so just seeing this thing that looks like it was like summoned by some kind of like magic spell or something was already kind of weirding me out and and plus you says like 8 inches now we're talking about leg span or we're talking about body uh I think it was like um shit I'd say that was probably the body Holy shit! It was it was a big fucking spider, man. Like this this thing like dwarfed a tarantula. Okay, now see in a situation like that, I, I don't want to stay there, but I'd be afraid to run because I know it's faster than I am. Right? Yeah. So like in the dream, I'm looking around for something big enough to kill it with, but it's like, you know, pretty much the only thing that I'd be able to do that with would be like a college sized dictionary. I need a big heavy book before I'm going to trust it to kill this thing. He need one like one of those old like dictionaries you find at the library. Yeah, that's like yeah. you know like a foot and a half like thick right yeah so that's what i'm looking for and it's like obviously there's nothing like that in the bathroom and so like i'm, I'm rummaging through my bathroom ca- uh, cabinet just looking for something and it's like well this is all just like you know like friggin' things of body wash and deodorant i'm not gonna fucking be able to kill this thing with any of that so i stand back up and i'm just trying to figure out what it is do i do because it's like i'm not sure as hell not leaving this thing it could wind up anywhere uh and then its uh, its thorax starts to. Uh, I might be using the wrong term. The the body part mm-hmm. where the the web spins is that thorax. 
Huh? It's not the abdomen. I don't know. I don't know. This is a, a Comey sucks at science. Everybody knows that. Um, hey, I'm not a fucking anthrop... That guy. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. I'm a doctor, not an anthropologist. Um, <laughs> chicken pie, chicken pie, chicken pie, pie. <laughs> <laughs> Donnie says thorax. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, anyway, so yeah, so the, the body part where like the, the butt of the spider just starts swelling up like crazy. And it just... Pops. Oh, and God, it's like, disgusting. Like 30 baby spiders, which when I say baby, it's like it's a baby to this thing, but because of how big the parent spider is, all these things are like the size of like tarantulas or wolf spiders or something. Just all over the bathroom counter. Just like 30 or 40 of them. And it's like, oh, fuck, I gotta do something about this. You're gonna start nesting. So I start rummaging back through the bathroom counter again because it's like, even if I can find a big enough book now, I can't kill all these things in one smack. No. And you're not the tailor. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, well, even if I can kill some of them, that's just going to piss off the rest of them. So then I find like, Jimmy, no, a can of like spray cleanser. And so I just start like spewing this spray cleanser all over the counter, all over the spiders. And it's like, it's killing some, but then more and more just seem to keep cropping up and they just keep coming and keep coming. And then I woke up before anything else happened. But that, that left me feeling uneasy for like the entire rest of the day. <laughs> I can I can imagine that. <clears throat> so yeah, that's just like the only like really weird dream thing I think. So this is gonna be bizarre, and I I swear to you, it's absolutely real. I swear to anyone listening to this, it's absolutely real. And uh, when we post this, I'm actually gonna tag my brother in this, and if he feels like chiming in and saying this is absolutely real, then yeah, there you go. But of course, you'd be like, oh, of course, he's gonna say it is because you're saying it. But, but anyway, um. <laughs> Because that's, that's how all of our, uh, our viewers say, I'm going to listen to our, so our moms think we're funny again. Uh, <laughs> there so, you go, adding words to it again. <laughs> I did that on purpose, though, at the time. <laughs> uh, but, um, but, no, he and I had a telepathic conversation one day. It was very brief. Very brief. We had gone somewhere. I don't know if we'd gone to the flea market or what, but we were at his house, and we were sitting, um, sitting on the sofa watching TV. And I remember I was thinking about asking him something, right? And I can't remember what it was, but I was thinking about about asking him something. And he, and he's he's, he's like, yeah. <laughs> and and um, and I was like, okay. And then I stopped, and he stopped. And he was like, and we were, we were both kind of stopped him as like. I didn't. I didn't say that out loud. He's like, you didn't say that out loud, <laughs> and and that was it. It's like it's only happened that one time, right? And I know for a fact I did not speak those words. I was like, it was like I was thinking about asking him this, right? And then he just replied, yeah. And as soon as he did, we both realized that those words never actually came out of my mouth. <laughs> like he didn't remember hearing them, and I don't remember speaking them. Yeah, weirdest thing ever. <laughs> Uh, it only happened once, um, you know, but that was kind of bizarre. That's that's pretty creepy, yeah. So, like, uh, I, I, I haven't had a huge ton of, like, personal experiences with stuff, really. Uh, I've had a few. But, um, no, I've, I've had a couple of friends who have, like, been through some shit, and, like, they're... Like, they're, they're, like you can tell by their demeanor, like, they're really weirded out by the stuff that's happened to them. Like, it, it doesn't it doesn't come across like somebody who's just bullshitting you, you know? Mm-hmm. But, uh, let me, let me see if I can think of some stuff that's happened to me. I don't, I don't want to make this, like, about them. <laughs> Fuck them, they can get their own podcast. Yeah. <laughs> These are my four listeners. You can't come on my podcast. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> um. You can't have my cornbread. <laughs> Know my brother. You gotta get your own. <laughs> um, fuck. Um, what? Okay. There was there was one time that uh, whole family was driving back from church and we saw a UFO. That was kind of weird. What? Yeah. And like, I mean, you know, you, we try to be pretty guarded about that stuff because you you know how it is. I mean, most of the time you see something moving up in the sky and it's uh, bird or a plane. <laughs> Or a man in pajamas, yeah. Um, <laughs> Is Nicholas Cage? <laughs> <laughs> Take me, my hero. 
Um, no, it's like, you know, it's typically just a plane, you know? This was, this was nighttime. We were driving back from church. And, uh... And, like, at first we thought it was just a plane. That's how high up it was. It's just like that little... That little blinking light up in the sky. And it starts getting lower and lower and lower as we're driving along. And then we eventually get low enough to see details on it. And it was this formation of lights like I've never seen before. And it was like... It was like three lights that, like, stacked together to form a triangle. Mm-hmm. So you have, like, two in the bottom corner, one at the top corner. And, uh... There were, like, smaller blinking lights surrounding it. And it just kept flying, like, lower and lower and lower. It was just, like, keeping pace with the car for several miles as we drove and finally it like passed out over the tree line and we have no idea like what happened beyond that but like it definitely was not a plane like I, I recognize plane lights I see a lot of them in the area that I live like they pass overhead a lot but that was that was creepy <laughs> when I was younger and I don't remember it too well um enough to go in that like a lot of details but I remember for a couple of days, there was a second sun in the sky. Hmm. And we're not talking about like, you know, oh, well, you know, it's the, the moon showing it uh, during the day or, you know, maybe everything was just right and we, um, and it was like, you know, we were seeing Venus or whatever. No, this was like a second sun that like moved with the sun. Right. Where was it in relation to the sun? Like right uh, next to it. I, I do actually. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. I just remember there were two. For it was like it was like two or three days. There were two suns in the sky. <laughs> that was and that was kind of weird. That is weird. Now at the same time, the place that I lived at, you would have things that, and I know this is this isn't really um, that uncommon, but yeah. not a lot of people have experienced this, where it would rain on one side of the street but not the other. <laughs> And I mean, obviously, if it's going to rain, right, especially if it's not going to be like wind, so it's a blowing rain, it's just a, a straight downpour, right. you're going to have that. I mean, it's going to have to cut off at some point, Yeah. but it's yeah. still a weird thing to see where it's raining on one side of the street, but not on the other side yeah, of the street. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you ever seen like the wall of rain coming towards you? I have. Yeah, I love that. I actually like really think that's a cool thing to be in the middle of. It's really, it's a really interesting, especially like if you've... I don't really see see this happening um, like when I'm at home or in town, but when you're on the road and you're driving somewhere and um, and you're driving into that wall of rain, yeah, and it's like it's here, it's all nice and sunny, and then up ahead it's dark and gray, and you yep. just see that wall of rain, and you're just slowly driving into it. And it's it's the weirdest thing because because it's not moving towards you, you're coming towards it, and it's just like they like if you could just stop and just look at it, you know, as if it was a a a, a I mean, I was gonna say a solid wall of you know, I mean, it's a wall, but you know, but yeah, but it's, it's like right there, and you're just driving into it. It's 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 weird, and you just kind of enter it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, there was another uh, incident that happened uh, with my brother and I. So, uh, Ashton and I would get together, you know, hang out, and uh, I remember one night, um, I was at his house hanging out. And uh, he was driving me home. And it's maybe like 2 o'clock in the morning or so. Yeah. And um, he lived, uh, like, he didn't live out in the country, right? Right. He only lived, like, a mile and a half away from me. And he lived uh, a quarter of a mile or maybe half a mile away from the mall. Hmm. And so he, w- he wasn't that far away. And it was kind of like... It was like a subdivision, but it was like next to a slightly bigger subdivision. So yeah. this one was smaller and it was kind of back a little bit. Now, further back, like down that way, you may have some small farms. Like, you know, people that have like, I've got like a, you know, two cows and a chicken and, you know, that kind of stuff. And I, you right. know, and I, you know, I grow like, you know, potatoes and corn or something like that, but not like a, like a big farm, just like a, like a little personal thing. Somebody had a couple of acres. We're leaving at two o'clock in the morning uh, or around that time. We get in his car. And as we're leaving, we hear this. We're like, you hear that? And we're like, what is that? <laughs> and of course, the first thing on our minds is zombie apocalypse. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, so, all right. So that was our first thing in our mind, right? Guess what the second thing was? Uh, probably somebody dying or something. Um, 
We gotta go find it. <laughs> why? Have you no sense of self-preservation? That's exactly why. We had to find out where it was coming from. So we knew which way. We were like, like, oh, it's back that way. We're going this way. <laughs> so we actually went and we, we had the windows down and we were driving down uh, the road, just trying list, listening out. And we came to the conclusion it was probably a cow, like off in the distance somewhere. Yeah. Um, but like, I've never heard a cow just like moan like that, even if they're going to make a moo, you know, whatever. Yeah. But not like that. And we drove down. We never saw anything. Um, and, uh, and then it just kind of stopped. And that was it. I'm just like, oh, it's just, it was just damn weird. Yeah, it was, it was just damn, <laughs> just damn weird. We used to have a lot of weird shit happen to us. Um, mm-hmm. um that's I told you that when we were, when we were, I was going to say younger, but like in high school and even out of high school, there was this one, um, school that had a huge, like behind the school was just like this big playground two playgrounds so one that's this big wooden construct thing mm-hmm. right that was almost it had like these little branches that came off of not branch but you know these little sections that branched off in the center and the center was like a uh, like a picnic table kind of thing yeah then they had another like area that had like swings and stuff like that and then they also had like five baseball diamonds <laughs> it was all like and then a basketball uh uh court they had like uh i guess you could play a full court but then also had like you know some uh, some rims on the side now it wasn't it was that wasn't a part of the school. The school was just there, and then you had that whole area, like um, like a little slightly down the hill from it. Yeah. And we used to go back up in there, and we would like play hide and seek on the big wooden construct thing, and you know, like you know, ten o'clock at night or whatever. Because if you've never played hide and seek in the dark, oh, well, like yeah. semi dark, you know, you know, you've got some of the lights that are back there, but you know, you've got the um, and no, there was no police back there chasing us away or anything. Um, but you know, like the the lights aren't shining on the baseball. Then we might have some street some lights back there. Like this one will turn on, this one to turn off, and then like half hour later they'll reverse. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so we go back there and you know in in somewhat darkness with you know play hide and seek, which is awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. No, hide and seek in the dark is so much fun. Um, but in the other part of it, we would uh there would be the swing sets. So we would go with with another friend of ours. And we would do, we would go, well, like whoever was with us, we would go and we would swing on the swing set, right? And just kind of chill out and talk and whatnot. Um, but where the swings were, there was a slightly wooded area, like, I don't know, maybe a hundred feet or so away from the swings. Yeah. And so whenever we would swing, um, we would, uh, cause there was like, the fence, like the area was kind of fenced off, you know, swings in the fence, and then there was this, the wooded area. Well, one of us would have to swing in reverse <laughs> to to watch the wooded area. Yeah. In case. <laughs> oh, oh, I remember this story. I know where they're going here. In case Jason never came out of the woods. <laughs> <laughs> so we would take turns. We would take turns and it's like, who would um who would face the other way? So that's not a big deal, right? You think about it, okay, that's really kind of stupid, but you know, maybe something else might come out of the woods, right? You yeah, want yeah, to, you, you, you want to watch. I do, I do think it's funny that it was like specifically Jason. It was specifically Jason that would come out of the woods. Yeah. It's like, I mean, what are you, you going to do when like Michael Myers comes out? It's like, oh no, well, we haven't prepared for this. I, he's I he's not a member of my family. I don't have anything to worry about. <laughs> he only he only goes after his family members. Oh, that's true. Unless yeah. you get in his way, yeah. I feel like, like, dude, I'm black. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> so, uh, so, so we would, we would, uh, you know, face the opposite direction. Uh, one of us would, and then we would switch. So the, the problem with that, though, right, is that let's say that Jason did come out of the woods. Right. Well, the first thing you're going to do is jump out of the swing and run. <laughs> yep. Except for the person that's facing the opposite way who jumps out of the swing right towards Jason. <laughs> So we would take turns, you know, doing that, except for when it was our other friend's turn. And he wouldn't want to because knowing that if something actually happened, he would be jumping. Either you have to like wait and slow yourself down or you got to just, and of course we're going to just jump and run, right? (laughs) Or you're just going to jump and of course he's going to be waiting. He's going to just stick his machete out there and you're just going to shish kebab right onto it, right? (laughs) So, um, so he, so he would always get pissed off and everything with his grumbles like, he does come in and say shit and just let him kill you all <laughs> but he's gonna kill you too 
why we all take our turns? Why is it so bad? You can't take your turn. If we all take our turn, so he shows up and everything, you can see shit. Like, dude, yeah, why you gotta be such an ass? Uh, so cute, huh? With Herman's so cute. Yeah, she is. I like her. Um, so, so like I said, when, I, whenever I was, whenever I'd be with Ashton, some weird things would always happen. Yeah. Um, uh, and so, yeah, we had that. So I'll tell you about another time that I was with him indirectly, right? And you might be like, you know, well, maybe he's the problem there. Maybe he's like a <laughs> fucking ghost trouble magnet. Um, we the, had uh, the only common denominator here. Yeah. Um, well, it's not me. <laughs> I haven't had this shit happen when he's not around. Um, well, there you go. That proves it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we had gone um, out of town. Uh, and... Uh, not going to get into the whole specifics of whatever, right? But we had gone out of town. We had actually gone to Savannah. So I'm not sure if any of those people know a lot about Savannah, Georgia. But Savannah is filled with ghost stories. Yeah. I mean, I think there are more there are more ghost stories and ghosts in Savannah than there actually are living people. <laughs> right? I know you say like over time, but not that many people should be vengeful though. I mean, some right. people die peacefully in Savannah. And really, it's not like, oh, I love Savannah so much, I'm going to come back and live here in my afterlife. Uh, Savannah's yeah. not a place I enjoy being. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not down. Well, it's, it's, it, part of it's just the heat. I don't like the oh, heat. Yeah, but yeah. We, we, hit, we hit the daiquiri bars up when we were there, which was kind of nice. <laughs> um, but, uh, so, so we were there, and um, he and I, we were sharing a hotel room. And uh, we were there for like two or three days. So the the first night, um, I was actually in the room by myself. He, he had stayed somewhere else. And um, that night when I went to go to sleep, my I could not sleep. My head was filled with all sorts of just... The most bizarre images you can think of. <laughs> I mean, it was just, it was like my mind just wait, just kept going from one thing to the next. I couldn't tell you anything specific. It was just creepy, uncomfortable, unsettling stuff. And it was just like, it was just flashing and moving. And it was like, and I just couldn't sleep. And I wake up and try to like, you know, try to get myself like, oh, okay, you know, what's, and then I whenever try to go back to sleep, it was like my head, my just kept filling my head and I could not sleep. And the whole time we were there, I was just uncomfortable. I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. Yeah. I was just like, I just, I did not feel like I had no appetite. I was just, I was just, just not feeling good at all. I was miserable when we're leaving and we're driving out of Savannah, right? As we started to, as we were leaving Savannah, the further away we got, the better I felt. Yeah. Yeah. And I have no idea what it was. It wasn't like I had ate anything bad because I hardly ate it. I was just not hungry. And for some reason, I just was not coming. That first night when I was in that room by myself, I just was that. After that, um, of course, he stayed in the room with me. Um, and it just, I didn't, I never had, I didn't have any of that, those visions or whatever. Right. Um, but I still just, this whole uneasiness, I just wasn't, it, it was just horrible. Um, but. As we, when we were leaving, like the further away we got, the better I felt. Yeah. And I have no idea what it was. Um, I, I don't know. Now, maybe I did have a, like a bug. Maybe it was a, a bit of undercooked potato. I don't know what it was, but it was, it was bizarre as hell. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I never had any real experiences with it, but that hospital that I worked at last for my job, um, the, the one in Noak. Uh, that apparently has the reputation for being one of the most haunted hospitals in Virginia. Really? Yeah. And, like, there, there's two segments to the building. There's this old segment, which uh, was originally just the hospital. And it's, like, probably 150, 200 years old. It's a very old building. Oh, wow. Like, oh, man, I hated being in the elevator in that segment. But that was just the edu- that that got converted just to the education department, and then what? like the rest of the hospitals, the the big thing that you see now was the elevator old. Mm-hmm. Is that what you like? You hated it? Oh yeah, okay. yeah. It was like rickety, and the the doors were all brass, and like the buttons were all old. It, it was creepy as fuck to ride in. But uh, <clears throat> so like you've got this really really old ass building attached to it now, and you know that's the education department. You've got the main thing, but then like. I never, I never put much thought to it, and I wasn't there long enough to really encounter anything creepy, but, uh, the guy who was, like, 
touring me and my team around the hospital, showing us where all the printers were and all that for repair. He was like, and he, he told us this. He told us, you know, oh, this hospital's got the reputation for being the most haunted in Virginia. And we're like, okay, based off of what? And he's like, well, you know, think about it. First of all, you've got a lot of age on certain parts of the building here. It's like, but think about how many people die in a hospital. <laughs> It's like, there's a lot of lives lost in a hospital, and they can't all, they can't all leave peaceably. He was like, and when you look at this hospital in particular, there's been a lot of suicides here, and he had personally witnessed, like, two suicides in the ten years that he'd been there. He's like, you know, people just decide that they've had enough, and they'll go up to the top of the parking garage, or just go up to the, to the upper floors on the hospital, which obviously there's been, like, some concessions made to, to stop that from happening now. But, uh... Like, he's, he's seen, like, two people commit suicide out by the parking garage there, and it's like, holy shit. So, so yeah, he claimed to have seen some stuff, but like I said, I, I never did. But Now, how old was, was this hospital? Um, the oldest part of the building, like I said, was probably about 150 years old, I want to okay. say. I was wondering if it was uh, if it may have been one of those Civil War hospitals. I don't think it's quite that old. Okay. Because, you know, then they, a lot of those, they say, have all kinds of... Uh, of um, <clears throat> of like spirits in them from <laughs> yeah. uh, um, the high school my mom went to that was reputed for being uh, haunted and there was a um, I remember um, when I was growing up that we would go and I'm trying to think of where we were, where we were going my mom would take me and say she had some friends that lived um, kind of back a ways you know as a kid anything that's not across the street you know, it just seems like it takes forever to get to oh yeah yeah um and, uh, you know, it may be like a 15-minute drive or whatever, but you had to go kind of back and, um, you know, outside of the city. Um, and there was this uh, there was this little this little convenience store. It was almost like a shack convenience store. And, uh, and it was called uh, like Mickey Mars, something like that. I just remember it had like an image of like Mickey Mouse on it, right on the sign. <laughs> um, uh, anyway... And, you know, we would go through sometimes, you know, and the light would be on. This was like, it was just like a little shack, like convenience store thing. So it didn't have like a, yeah, like a, like a dirt gravel parking lot. And, you know, like it had a, like maybe two windows, something like that. Anyway. Yeah. And I remember we, we went through one day and, um, and it was closed. Uh, and a lot of times we were going through there, like going out to this woman's house uh, uh, at night and like leaving at night um so uh we went by and it was closed and you know i think it was like maybe like boarded up or whatever and i don't remember if my mom told me i think she did or maybe she was talking to somebody else maybe i just heard the adults talking or whatever but as i remember it that i guess the place the reason place was closed was because um i guess someone had been killed there i don't know if it was the owner or just someone that that worked had been killed and their they had been decapitated and their head had been set on the counter oh shit and I just and they, I, have not, I never witnessed that but like they a impression of that place mm-hmm. is like always been in my head and you know and just like that's I was like oh man oh shit that's yeah what, uh, um yeah, apparently there was, like, three sisters, uh, like, and I mean, I'm talking, like, way back when, this is, like, a hundred years ago, there were three sisters at the high school in Christiansburg, and, uh, they had apparently, like, they killed their little brother, drowned him in a, in the bathtub, and, uh, then, like, there was, there was a few other, like, kids around the school that they killed, so, like... Holy shit. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. Like, there's, there's a really good book called Three Sisters in Black that talks about them, and uh, I think I think that might actually be by a local author, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, but yeah, no, like that 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 high school has a huge reputation for being haunted, and like all the cleaning staff just talks about how there were certain wings that they would not go down, even though they're supposed to be cleaning the school. Like you know, once like once certain things happen, you just you don't go there. And they would talk about how like I, I think like every night at midnight there were certain doors that would just slam closed. And, uh, of course, you know, shit also got really creepy around, like, 3 a.m., stuff like that. Uh, but again, you know, this is all stuff that I'm just hearing, like, second and third hand. It's not stuff I got to really experience myself. 
I, I say I say got to, but yeah, it's not stuff that I actually experienced myself. You know, with um with that kind of stuff, you know how I feel about you know uh, ghosts and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And and I'll say what I've said before is if I ever actually experienced it, I wouldn't deny it. Now I may have had some minor incidences, whatever that I do deny because it, it wasn't it wasn't enough for me to be able to say conclusively, yep. But right. if I ever experienced it, I wouldn't deny. It. I'd be like, "Yep, that dude is true." I don't know how many of these other stories are true, but you know, but yeah, <laughs> well, I, I've what experienced happened to this. You is true, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I can't really say I've encountered any of them, and so because of that, I'm still a skeptic. Now, yeah, which I is fair. I don't know. Like I've always said, I want to stay in a haunted house, right? Spend that <laughs> in a haunted house. <laughs> God, but no, I, not me. <laughs> I need somebody with me. Because if you say you're going to stay in a haunted house, the first thing people are going to do is they're like, they're going to want to fuck with you. Right? Yeah, yeah. Especially if you say, because I don't believe. Right? And they're like, oh, well, this seems like a great time. To, to, like, no, no. <laughs> if I'm going to believe, I really want to believe. Not because you, like, you know, like, you know, screwed around with me. So I want somebody there that, well, one thing is, so if I say I saw something, they can be like, I saw it too. Right. Right? And also to kind of, like, watch my back, you know, because there could be some people that want to screw with you. Um, but I want to, I'm curious to stay in one just, just so I can see like, you know, what, what's going on? Um, that like, is there really something, but at the same time, let's say, let's just say that, that there are ghosts and that sort of thing. Right. Yeah. Do I want to open that door? So as of right now, I'm a skeptic, right? right? Do I want to open that door to myself to be like, now I'm a believer. I couldn't leave her if I tried, you know? Hmm. <laughs> Because then, like right now, you know, I can walk down those those halls and be like, yeah, yeah, whatever, right? <laughs> Man. But then once I experience, now it's like now everything has taken a shift. Right. Do I really, do I want to expose myself to that shift? Uh, you know, I mean, like, I, I obviously view it a little bit differently than you do. And I think that's largely just part of my upbringing because I was brought up in a very religious household and we were always, you know, taught that just angels and demons were a fact of life. And, you know, we, we were not brought up in a household of skepticism at all. Um, so I, I kind of view things a bit differently. And I'm not saying that I just, like, hand over fist believe what I was brought up to believe. I'm just saying that, you know, it, you know eight, 18 years of, of upbringing, it doesn't just, like, go away overnight either. But uh, at the same time, it's like I'm also not uh, I'm not in the same place as like Creature John was either. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because like that was that was quite an experience hearing him talk about his uh, his interactions and doings with uh, the voodoo culture and with his grandma being a higher priestess with voodoo and all that. And I mean, like he he obviously like believed that shit, and you could tell he did because he was drunk. And so it's like he's not bullshitting us. He's not just trying to tell a lie to sound. Well, I mean, he he got he got into a disagreement with the other guy when the guy was like, like, oh, that's not. He's like, no, no, that is you know this. He's like, man, I have seen shit that would turn you white. You know, so (laughs) yeah, no, he was uh, he was like there there was obvious fear in his voice, but. but yeah, so uh, so I don't I don't know. Um, now now all that said, that like that I mean, from looking at it from that perspective of like this is the upbringing I've had, and I and I realize and I acknowledge that because that's the upbringing I've had, I'm not able to look at this completely emotionlessly or objectively. Right. Right. So you know, I, I say that knowing I can't approach this as fairly as a totally neutral party, and I get that. Um, oh wait, we're. We are at a good point for an ad break. So you're just gonna just like you're gonna just leave everybody just hanging, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, if, you know, if you guys so uh, stick around past the ad, you'll be able to hear me f- complete this thought. That's 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 how you gonna that's how you're gonna just leave into it, just like you know. What I'm saying? You know um, and here's something that uh, that hopefully isn't scary, unless of course you want it to be. And and <laughs> in which case, hey, go sponsors. You're making it so hard for the editing. <laughs> Sorry. I've, I've been looking for the flatline part to know where to cut out for the ad break. <laughs> Dude, I love her coat. Well, I actually heard love her outfit in this.
That is so awesome. Oh, yeah. Okay, we're back. We're at a really cool part in Kill Bill, which is still muted, but uh, anyway, so... So, yeah, so I was telling everybody, it's it's one thing when you decide that, okay, I'm going to go and I'm, I'm going to, you know, I don't want to go to the store to buy this thing. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to shop online. I'm going to go to Amazon, right? Right. Because, like, either, either like, they're not going to have it there. They're not going to have the one I want at, you know, Target mm-hmm. or Walmart or whatever. Or, you know, it's just going to be more expensive. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know, and then the, and you have to, you have to kind of decide, okay, I'm still going to pay taxes on this item, right? But let's say it's not like a, like a prime thing. Or even if it is a prime thing, right? I'm going to have to wait at least a day. You know, right, depending on right. when I order, if it's a weekend, I'm going to have to wait till Monday to get this this item that I want. Why not just go and pay a, the extra two dollars and now just take it home today, right? right? <laughs> Instead of I'm just fucking with everybody because we left you on a cliffhanger. So, <laughs> so go ahead, call I was, me. I'm just going to let you finish your thoughts. <laughs> yeah, no, everything I would say was like a creepy or a supernatural experience or anything like that for me it was based off of feelings, which I I hate. I hate having to preface a story with that because, you know, I'm Dude, a... you know me. I hate feelings anyway. Yeah. I want to be straight up like Mr. Spock. Yeah, like I am I am a very objective person and I think that you need logic, not emotion. So I hate having to preface a story with that. But like everything I would say was a really creepy experience is based off of like something in my brain saying this isn't right. This isn't okay. Extricate yourself from the situation. And... uh and like so, like no, I'm I'm never gonna you know I'm not gonna claim that I've seen a ghost or whatever or anything like that. Which I don't. I, we've we've discussed this off camera many times. I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe in the spirits of the departed walking around. Uh, I do think that there are certain supernatural elements out there, um, and I, I'm not you know I'm not gonna try to elaborate too much on it from there because it's not really what this podcast is about. Yeah. But uh, but no, I don't believe in like the spirits of the departed walking around. Um, but no, I just, like, I know that there have been times and places, like, I know there was a time when I was in a church at night, just because, you know, brought up in a church environment that happens, and I was I was there alone, in a church at night, and lobby was fine, but I had to, like, step into the sanctuary to drop off some hymn books. Being in a dark sanctuary, late at night, that felt so creepy (laughs) i don't okay i don't understand this right why is it that if you are a religious person okay Mm -hmm. a church should be a place of solace and comfort and warmth should be but but when the lights are out that's the last place you want to be like why is it that a church becomes the creepiest ass place when the lights are out or when you're there alone every church when you, if you're there alone, it's creepy as hell. I hate it. I, I really truly hate it. Which that, I look at it differently now because you know I, I also have a very anarchistic approach to religion to these days. Yeah, to church. Yeah, definitely. Burn it all down. <laughs> no, no, God no. But uh, what are you trying to do to me here? <laughs> trying to get me in trouble on my own podcast? <laughs> um, no, no. But I mean, just like I, I don't, I don't view structure the way, or like structure or authority within church bodies the way most uh, most uh, churchgoers would. But um, oh, look at me! I'm a coming. I'm against structure and authority. <laughs> hey, it doesn't feel good when somebody doesn't see you. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was actually really funny. <laughs> that made me laugh a lot. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, I mean, like, and, and I've, I've had some, I've had some friends who have experienced the same feelings, like, uh, went, went to the same church, ironically, for a while, so, um. So they didn't go there for the service, they went there ironically? No. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you, dude. No, like, I, ironically, coincidentally. Look at me, I'm religious! <laughs> <laughs> so, like, he, uh, <laughs> No, like, just by a strange coincidence, this, he went to the same church I did. We both experienced some of these, like, weird happenings there. Gotcha. Um, and, like, his, his take on it was that, and, like, obviously he's kind of viewing it in a different light than you or I would, but his statement was that he believed that he experienced those feelings and that, that weirdness there because, you know, the forces of evil aren't supposed to be in a church. Like you said, it's supposed to be a place of warmth and of comfort and sanctuary. Mm-hmm. And so... When you don't have people there actively praying and actively bringing 
the forces of good into a church, well, then obviously evil's going to run rampant because it can, because it's allowed to. So that was that was his takeaway on that. Um, I don't know, because... Well, I mean, but, but you got all the religious symbols and the pictures of the saints and the, all that kind of stuff. And it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be like holy and, and, and like, uh, not sanctified. What's the word? No, sanctified is the word. Okay, word. Sanctified. 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 means set apart. Okay, oh, I'm sorry. But, uh, I, I see sanctified and I start thinking like Blues Brothers and stuff. But, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well, like the whole symbol thing and all that and like the pictures of saints, that's more of like a Catholic mindset anyway. So, um, but, but being, it's, being it's supposed up. to be holy ground though, right? It's been blessed and all that kind of stuff. Uh, that's more of like an Old Testament kind of thing. Like I, I, I can only speak from experience as a Protestant. Uh, so like Protestants have very, very specific views regarding like Catholicism and Catholic beliefs, as well as Old Testament and Old Testament beliefs. So like, I almost said something really sacrilegious there, but <laughs> you said Protestant was going to be like. You know, that, that's legal in Nevada. <laughs> I was going to say that, but I just said I wasn't going to. You know, that, that's the best way to say something offensive is to say, I almost said this, but I didn't. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so let's see, what was the other, the other really... <laughs> I almost called you in <laughs> It's it's uh, racist Bane's cousin, sacrilegious Bane. Do <laughs> you really want to leave those little boys around the priest? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I I think pretty much all the like really creepy feelings I've had, where it's just like I just feel like there's something off about it, has been like in relation to church stuff. Because uh, I know one time I was visiting a church, and I only ever just visited the one time. And, uh, I mean, this was back when I actually, you know, like, attended church. Um, I don't really do that now. Um, like I said, I have different views of things than people typically would. But a co-worker of mine, lots of years ago, a co-worker of mine invited me to his church, which turns out that they had set up in an abandoned asylum. Which just sounds like the premise to a friggin' horror movie, doesn't it? Why? Why would you do that? I have no there was, idea. There was no other place where you could put up a church, <laughs> right? Like the rent's really cheap here. Yeah. So, so yeah. So he's like inviting me, and it's just like, oh, you know, it's a coworker. I have to at least pretend to treat him civilly. I don't. I don't have those qualms anymore. Back then, I did. Back then, you know, a coworker would invite me somewhere I didn't want to go. I would feel like I had to go. Mm. Uh, nowadays, you know, somebody will be like, "Hey, you know, I'm throwing a party at my house. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll send you a Facebook invitation." I'll be like, "Great." And then they'll never hear from me again. <laughs> I'll fake my own death before I go to that damn party. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but yeah, so then he, like, gives me the address, and he's like, okay, you'll know the building. It's the old St. Albans Asylum. And I was like, dude, what now? <laughs> so I went there. I was, I was a good little co-worker. I went there. He's leading me through the halls to where they hold their sanctuary. I have never felt like I needed to get out of the building worse than being in there which i already don't like asylums uh, i think we've talked about that and uh i think this was right around the same time that i'd watched a playthrough of outlast which all takes place in an asylum <laughs> whole first game takes oh, yeah. place in an asylum so like I've, I've already got a lot of negative feelings towards like asylums and uh like I've, I've done a lot of research on how like especially the older asylums these hundred year old buildings and stuff like that it's uh you know, there, there's been a lot of like mistreatment and abuse of the inmates that have gone on. So just walking through that hallway, everything in my brain was saying, "You need to get out of here. <laughs> you really need to get out of here." I've I've had some some moments like that where I've been in places and just like I I'm like, okay, uh, I'm out. It's, mm-hmm. just, it's the the minute I can get out, I'm out of here. Yeah, like, and it was it wasn't like I like I felt like an evil spirit, but it was just like. I was just uncomfortable. Yeah. I just yeah. uncomfortable here and I'm I gotta get out of here. I don't wanna be here anymore. Yeah. You know? And and there's never been a point where like I've experienced these feelings at like a shopping mall or or something like that. Right. Or a grocery store or or even a church during the daytime. It's always been like these weird places or these weird situations where suddenly everything in my brain is just triggering a fight or flight response. So yeah, it, it's it's you know they always they say things like you know the like buildings um you know like well 
like psychic activity will imprint upon things or whatever. And I've never, I've never really given it any kind of thought or even, you know, again, me being the skeptic that I am to where I'd be like, yeah, okay, I believe that. Right, right. You know, but I mean, I guess that's, you know, if you do believe in that, then, you know, it makes sense that there would be these things that would, that would kind of like stick, you know, if it's, if it's something that, um, that I guess is horrific enough or whatever that it would kind of, I, I think things weird because I don't believe in those things, but I do kind of feel like there have been like times where like there's like you get, you go into a place and it's just, you use just this kind of like creepy feeling mm-hmm. there and maybe, and maybe it's just the way it's all set up. Maybe it's the decor of it, you know, like, like one thing I can't, I, I have a hard time with is, um, um, I have a hard time with decor from the sixties. Yeah. Like yeah. wallpaper and like, um, like, uh, 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 like, uh, like cloth patterns for like furniture and stuff like that. I don't like that stuff. That stuff gives me the boo-boo jeebies. Right? Yeah, I, I yeah. do not like it. Um, <laughs> and uh, just it's something about it. I don't know what it is. It's it just like I'm like oh. So if I was in a place that had that kind of the you know like old furniture where you know the um, like the, uh, the the sofa pattern had that weird '60s look, and then the the wallpaper, <laughs> and maybe it was like some kind of like weird like brownish green that people for some reason thought looked really good because back then they only had like three colors in the spectrum and you know uh, I don't know yeah that was back in the real world looked like a Game Boy yeah and they had like shag carpets so deep that you had to wear waiters you know like (laughs) it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if you're like all the sunniest people in the world were in there I'd be like oh I gotta get out of (laughs) here so maybe it's what it is maybe it's all about just the look and feel of it Right. And I know I, I've, my mom's asked me to go to her church sometimes to set things up or whatever. And we're in there and I'm just like, ah, you know, even just even like upstairs in the classrooms. Right. Like when we when we um, we did the film and we had yeah, to go yep. like just some parts of that place. It's, it's just a building. But it seems almost like like they, they when they lay it out, they're like, how's this look? I don't know, man. This <laughs> I feel I feel this feels kind of comfortable. Can we, um, <laughs> can we make it a bit creepier? Yeah. It's like, can we? <laughs> I don't know, like maybe loosen the, like one of the floorboards here. Is can we do that? Maybe maybe sl- like slightly like uh, twist the door frame this so this door won't shut all the way, you know? Or or maybe that that it'll it'll only shut properly like in the winter, but you know, but in the summer when the wood swells, it won't latch. You know, that you know, whatever it is, like it's it, I don't know. Yeah, but I don't think I've ever felt comfortable, like I said, in a church. Um, when there's no one there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. Or even, or even like, like you could be like in the middle of Sunday service, right? And like the the entire place is filled, and you've got to go to the bathroom, and it's you've got to go to like one of the back rooms oh, where God, you no. have like Sunday school. Like, I don't feel comfortable even this. It's oh, something man. bad. Just feels weird. Oh man, it's just like it's, 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 it's maybe it's because it's so empty and quiet. I guess so. I mean, like, and it's especially creepier with like older buildings too. You know, you know what it is? It's because whenever they make churches, right? Very, very, unless it's the church is absolutely brand spanking new, right? Right. That everything in there is donated, so you uh, always have old furniture and old bookcases <laughs> and stuff like that, and that's what it is. It's like it's like everything in there is just so old. It's like oh, it's like it's like oh my goodness. And it's like maybe that's why it's just everything in there just feels so old. Because I mean, honestly, I don't want the church I go to. But they're like, you know, so we spent a million dollars in this church. We're like, right. what? No, no. He's like, damn it, Joel. So we, um, we can't let the homeless in. We just that carpet's new. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, I'm gonna be like, yeah. So here's our new ten thousand dollar church. We're like, oh, <laughs> we can, we, we can, we can raise some more money. <laughs> So I mean, maybe that's where it is that there's like so many kind of older things in there that that that's what actually makes it feel kind of like off-putting in sections. Uh, maybe so. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I just know that like there's been a lot of times, and it's it is mostly when you're alone. There's just there's been a lot of times where I've just been like, I don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> something. It feels like something is watching me. I want to be out of here. Is it Rockwell? He could be. Hmm. See haunting churches these days. 
Well, he, he he's not never seen a career, so who knows? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Hello? Oh, hi, Rockwell. What's that? Oh, yeah, he says, fuck you, Turk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, you know what? I created this podcast with my good friend, Nikomi. And, I, you know, our, our daddies didn't like didn't have, like, who, who owned, like, a big podcast, like, recording company. Didn't just give us a chance. Be like, oh, you guys podcast so well. And, <laughs> and so, like, we're like, like, hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast, you know. <laughs> like, we aren't putting on any fake accents. <laughs> Fuck you, Rockwell. I don't, why are we picking on him? I don't even know this guy. Know this is he even still alive? Poor guy. I don't know if he is or not. <laughs> this is probably going to be what pushes him to commit suicide. <laughs> no, I know the perfect place for you to go. <laughs> <laughs> and if you decide to do that, I'll just be down to the ground and be like, Philip! Philip! <laughs> Come on, man. You know, jumping off the building of an asylum, you gotta reference Nightmare on Elm Street 3. I, I was, I'm like, dude, I'm watching a movie and I'm like, okay, uh, Patricia Arquette, can you please not shrill scream so loudly in my I don't want to say Philip too, but you're like, look at me. I'm like, Philip! Not, ah! I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, dude, there are pods of whales that are like screaming right now. <laughs> Like camera cuts over to a group of dogs at a poker table playing going, Jesus Christ, what is that? God! Do you have a TV going in the next room? Ah! So that's it, I'm out. I had a straight flush, but I'm out. I'm out. I'm out! But Raggy. But, um, you know, I, uh, yeah, I've, I've had, like, I've had some weird things like that happen. I'm trying to think some other, like, kind of odd things that I've had happen to me. Um, I remember once, um, once, uh, I think my mom called me once, um, and, uh, and I heard her call me. And this is back when I was at, I was at her house, um, and I heard her call me. I was like, just a minute. And I was like, I'll, I'll be down there in just a minute. And I went downstairs. And she wasn't even at home. Oh, jeez. I, I I remember that happening, and I was like, huh. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, that, I mean, that could have just been, you know, you know, my, my mind playing tricks on me. Like that time I went trick-or-treating, and, uh, you know, we were robbing little kids for bags. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Are we still on for that this year for Halloween? Robin little kids for bags. Yeah, yeah, sure. Just want to like jump out of the bushes and scare little brats. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I was I was referencing the Ghetto Boys song. My mind's playing tricks on me, and then you were like, "Take it somewhere else." I'm like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" I mean, yeah, it's cheaper than buying candy, <laughs> right? It's like Troy McClure. I've been reading a lot of scripts lately. It's cheaper than going to the movies. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I mean, I've had some some weird things like that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but nothing nothing that definitively would make me say I believe in X, Y, or Z. Yeah. Now yeah, I will fair. say I think I told you this once before. Um, and may have said this on like the on the the game bar that I, one day I was uh, outside just sitting on the porch, right? Right. Um, this was when I was in God, I was in high school. I was also just kind of sitting on the porch. I don't even know what I was sitting on the porch doing or waiting for somebody or whatever. And I'm sitting there and I don't remember what I was doing, but I was looking at something. And I remember this small dog came running up to me, right? I could see it out of the corner of my eye. Mm-hmm. This small dog came running up and it didn't startle me or whatever. It was just like a small dog. Oh, I was like, oh, where's this dog coming from? And I looked up and there's nothing there. Oh, jeez. <laughs> now, that was probably just like, you know... Just like you see things out of the corner of your eye, whatever. Right, right. Um, and um, and it's probably one of those. Now, completely different from the time I saw the box in the road. Now, that was because I was sleep deprived. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that that's completely different. Sleep deprivation is not good. And I remember a, a long time ago, I was uh, I was actually going to write a story, but I never could 
I never could uh, like kind of really flesh it out. And I think I was going to call it like from the corner of my eye. But basically, it was about this guy. You know, you sometimes see things out of the corner of your eye, right? Mm-hmm. And it was, it was about a guy who saw something out of the corner of his eye. Of course, you know, every time you, you turn your head, it's like, oh, what is that? There's nothing there. Right. And and he keeps he keeps happening. So he starts, stop, he, he just stops and he has to train himself to not look, not turn his eye, not turn his head, but just keep focusing straight ahead, but then let whatever it is there. And by doing that, he realizes there's like this shadow world right hmm. that if you look directly at it you don't see it yeah but as long as you don't look directly at it you can see these creatures or these beings or whatever moving in your peripheral out of the corner of your eye but of course when you see something your instinct is to turn and look so you have to really just focus and not do that um and then of course he sees that you know they're trying to harm him yeah and which of course then makes him like you know turn and look right um but like i said i, I never could really like flesh it out like well, what I wanted to do with it but I thought it would be kind of interesting because you know then if you read the story and then next time you see something out of the corner of your eye and you're like look and you're like oh wait look, maybe is there something, something there maybe you know because <laughs> because there's only so long you can not look at something before you you know you have oh, to look yeah. yeah yeah definitely so um, but yeah I've had, I've had like say that I always just take weird things to be just an occasional you know weird thing that happens and yeah just yeah. let that be that yeah that's that's totally fair mm. um, I, I think the only other really creepy thing that happened um, when when uh, my first niece was like brand newborn like she was super super young uh, like I, I don't think she could quite support her own head at that point. And one night I was holding her, and she was just staring up at the ceiling past me. And I would, like, kind of try to, to like, move myself to where she would be looking at me, and then she would be, like, craning her head around trying to look past me. So she was staring at, like, something on the ceiling, and I didn't see anything up there. That was creepy as fuck. <laughs> oh, you know, she probably had that, uh, you know, that little kid vision thing, yeah. you know. Um, because you know that you know, you know they uh, Haley Joel Osment vision. I was thinking that you know because you know babies, you know they 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 know they're like you know they're the smartest creature. They have the secrets of the universe, and they lose them when they get older. I refuse to believe that. I'm screwing up, you know, Jaden Smith's like whole thing about babies. But yeah, we should stop teaching kids history. Start teaching them about the future. Yeah, the day we do that is the day I learned Terrence Howard math. <laughs> See that that's that's exactly why he was no longer in any of like the Marvel Universe movies, right? Because okay, imagine in like Infinity uh, Infinity War, right? Yeah, I'm sorry, Endgame when they've got to do the time travel and they're like, okay, so help me figure this math out. And it's like, well, one plus one is actually still one. And they think, you know, like, they go to time travel and the whole universe just splits in half. <laughs> it's like, they, they jump back in time next thing you know, like, you know, like they're in like Justice League. like, what the fuck do we do? <laughs> Justice League. <laughs> we completely ruined our universe. <laughs> Gotta be careful there, guys. They can smell fear. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so... Uh, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm going to remain a skeptic until something happens that, that demands that I acknowledge it. You know? Yeah, yeah. And Just, I think that I think that makes sense. You know? In which case, I, I will, I will, I will readily acknowledge it. You know, so, now, what just happened all, here was a miracle. <laughs> I want you to fucking acknowledge it. <laughs> now, all all that said, I'm not gonna spend the night in a haunted asylum with you or wherever really? you're talking hell no dude <laughs> see this this goes back to there's a difference between fear and caution I'm, I'm gonna play cautious because until i have reason to believe that it's safe to do that i don't think i want to i don't think i want to take that chance <laughs> um okay well here's the thing that i always get to is ghosts can't hurt you yeah, but like I said, I don't believe in ghosts. Right, but I'm saying <laughs> ghosts can't hurt you. They have no corporeal form, right? Yeah. Poltergeists are different. Yeah, they'll fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. So as long as it's just a ghost, 
You're cool in the gang. They might do some scary shit to you, but they remember they can't hurt you. Yeah. They cannot physically touch you. Now, Poltergeist is something completely different. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't want to... If, if Poltergeist exists, I don't want to fuck around with the Poltergeist, right? <laughs> Especially on one of those rapey entity Poltergeist, right? That's that's not something <laughs> I, I want at all. Um, it's, but, uh, but, you know... like well, if you it, don't want paranormal sex experiments or whatever that movie was we saw... <laughs> Did we watch Paranormal Experiments? Yeah, we didn't do a Let's Watch of it, but uh, we watched it. And that was the one with the chick that was under the desk, right? In the beginning? Was that it? I thought that was the spy who sexed me. No, that, that was Paranormal Experiments. Yeah, yeah because they, uh, they they had that cake that said Welcome Home or something like that, but they misspelled it. God, I, I, I remember kind of watching it, but movie. I, I don't remember like what the... Didn't they... Did, they, did the chicken hair at a house or something? Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. I don't I really. I don't. Only thing I remember is the is the girl under the desk, which was so impractical. <laughs> Everything about that scene was impractical. I'm like that oh, makes. Yeah. And that that teacher who's still like fully clothed. Right. And it's like there's how is she under doing something too? Like, <laughs> oh uh, God. Yeah. No. But you know what? I think that's probably a pretty good note to end this on. Why, why do we have to leave it on paranormal? Can, can, can we just, just say something else so we don't leave it on paranormal experiments? Um, no. I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. I was waiting for it. <laughs> Fine. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Uh, right there, folks. That was our moms think we're funny. Let's uh, let's give them a hand.